Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Who's got the most annoying fan base in the National Hockey League? The two finalists were, not surprisingly, Montreal and Toronto. I have no argument on that. And running away on Twitter with 79% of the vote is the Toronto Maple Leafs, the most annoying fan base in the National Hockey League. I'd vote for them, and I'm surrounded by them. Montreal Canadiens fans are annoying, but they know it, and they don't care. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. As you know, it's brought to you by our friends at Great Western Original 15 Beer. And, uh, hey, we, we've got an emerging story here. Moose, let's bring the Moose in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And I hope, were you able to, Moose, uh, catch any of the interview with Chris Jones back in Hour 1? Did of you course. catch any of that? I wouldn't miss um, it. Not a lot, I would say, was learned. Really, from Chris Jones, I just like listening to him. Doesn't he sound like a trucker? Like listening to Convoy by C.J. McCall, C.W. McCall. Sorry, I just, just I don't care yeah. what he says. I just like well, listening he does to it him from the front seat of his car too. It's just like breaker breaker, just pulling over here to you know, chat with Rod Peterson. Hey. Go, man. Keep the bugs off Good. your bumper and the bears off your tail. So the emerging story is. As I check with our viewers here, and Taco Time viewer takeover is the whole show. I I broke the news, where's the bell, ring the bell, that I have entered COVID protocol. And that's why that we've moved back the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino shows by one week. Thank you for your work on that. Thank you to Gray Eagle. Man, they're great people. Troy Comer, watching in Toronto, says, I would say being put into COVID protocol in Florida is not so bad. Could be worse. You don't see me complain. I'm not really a complainer. I'm not really a complainer. Uh, but anyways, Jill Shumay. You know that name? You would. Okay, yes. Curling star Jill Shumay. You can follow her on Twitter, at Jill Shumay. She has written in on Twitter and says, Good luck with WestJet. I held for nine hours and 22 minutes when I called last week. So... I got to change the flight that was to go from South Florida to Calgary. Fortunately, well, doesn't matter now, but it was direct Saturday. I got to change it and push it back a week. And now it's three and a half hours on hold with WestJet. And I want to know from our viewers, just complete diversion, taking the off ramp here. What's your worst travel story in COVID and pandemic? Because you and I have been Touch wood, extremely lucky. We've driven to most locations, and when we went to Montreal, we flew and didn't have any problems connecting through Toronto. I would love to know from the viewers, what's your worst travel snafu? Crossing into another country story? I mean, what did our guy Jimmy Two Tables, our uh, sales manager, say? He's out in Calgary. He says, maybe Rod wants to fly into Great Falls and drive across the border. I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys did the work. We'll move it back a week. 
But there's got to be some crazy stories out there, man. There's got to be some crazy, insane stories. Yeah, the, the worst for me, I mean, it's been really smooth. The worst was um, the flight, my flight out of Abbotsford and when I was at Langley at, at uh, Trinity Western University. Um, my flight got delayed and I missed my connector in Calgary. But I mean, it ended up like make, making me wait an hour and I didn't get my bags. So that was the worst thing, but that could have happened any time. That wasn't a COVID specific reason. Um, for the most part, it's been actually fairly smooth, like putting your passport in, your vaccine info, when you're checking into the flight's been smooth. Everything's been pretty good for me. Touch wood, but let's be honest. When you were traveling then and I was traveling through the fall, we thought we were at the tail end of this thing. And yeah, all of a sudden, Omicron was like, hey, COVID, hold my beer. How about that? And it's just screwed things up even more. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyways, no, Ray, Ray, what? Well, it's funny what? you said that. I, I just, while I was pulling up the YouTube, I looked, I was surfing Instagram, and somebody had the, the gif on it. It was of Dumb and Dumber when Harry and Lloyd are sitting in the front seat of the dog wagon. And, and it's like, oh, Lloyd is Omicron, and Harry is you and me. And he's like, I'm going to get you. No, you're not. I'm going to get you. No, you're not. I don't know how, but I'm going to get you. And it's just like, it's where we're at, man. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, Ray Hollywell watching in Scarborough, Ontario, says, hey, Rod, he writes in on the 902 line. I hope AB can figure it out. The guy is a great talent, and the NFL needs star talent. I'm sure a CFL team would love to have him, but his price tag would probably not work. Good day to you. That from Ray in Scarborough, Ontario. Ken Lega is watching in Saskatoon. He says, great interview with Chris Jones. Fantastic work. Well, a couple things off that. Number one, AB ain't coming to the CFL any faster than RG3 or Colin Kaepernick. They, they don't, he's not coming up here. Um, there's that. And then with the interview with Chris Jones, before we swing it around back to hockey, I legitimately don't think he knows who the starting quarterback's going to be for the Edmonton Elks in week one. And I legitimately think he is not losing any sleep over it. I almost was going to ask him if he would consider making an offer to Zach Caleros, the reigning most outstanding player of the Canadian Football League, back-to-back -back Great Cup champion. But I think that would be deemed tampering because he's still under contract until a certain date. But wouldn't that be something if they signed Zach Caleros in Edmonton? How about that? Well, it would be. You know, Zach's a Chris Jones guy, and now he's proven, you know, he's a great cup champion, back-to-back -back years, and a lot of good things happening there. It would. You'd ask the question. You'd be fine asking the question, but Chris Jones would just say, he's currently under contract. We'll talk about that. You know, he's a great talent. I'd love playing, having him for me. I could tell you what Chris Jones would have said. But, yeah, that's a big question. Who does Chris Jones want? At quarterback, he didn't mention Taylor Cornelius or Nick Arbuckle by name in the interview. Said a lot of good people in Edmonton already still there that were there. A lot of good athletes, good talent, whatever. Um, that'll be interesting to see who Chris Jones wants, and he probably has a couple of uh, college quarterbacks uh, in mind too. I'm sure. Hey guys, Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players' Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. And they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now. The Players' Tribune launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I could sit and talk about this all day. And I think a lot of our viewers would love if we did. But I just know the American viewers are like, what? The ones that don't follow this stuff. I, it's a tug of war every day. Believe me. Um, Addison Goat writes in on YouTube. Tuning in from London, Ontario. Oski Wee Wee. 
Ticat fan, clearly. Chris in King City, Ontario, watching, says, waiting for your bags at the Pearson International Airport baggage claim is anyone's worst travel nightmare. That's why I very rarely check, check bags if I don't have to. Worst part is taking this broadcast kit. But the deal that you have with me is similar to the one that I had with the old little local radio show. And it was, you can do your show from wherever the hell you want as long as you can get set up technically and do it on your own. So now the kit that I take on the road is the size of a, can hold a body, as you know. But if that's the deal, I'll take it. I'll take the deal. And yours is the same. Yeah. Um, Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, the XFL might like to have the awareness that AB could bring. Uh, boy, we're going way off the rails here, which is fine. I, I invited it. BW watching on YouTube says, my travel story goes back over 40 years. No, sorry, that's Wayne. BW says, trucking through southern BC on Highway 3, hauling garden tractors to Creston, BC, then Calgary, not being able to find a washroom open during COVID. It was absolutely insane. Oh, I can, I can. What are we? What are we? What are we talking about? I I thought canceled flights was kind of my main thing, and I like you want to talk about travel stories. Here's one: we're riding the Iron Lung through the BC interior. For those that don't know, that's the bus with the junior hockey team. Remember a guy by the name of JD Watt? Remember JD Watt? Yes, Moose. He was a cowboy from Cremona, Alberta, and he was a tough guy. And he was in the bathroom. You ever, gone, tried, you ever tried to take a leak on a bus that's moving through the BC mountains? You ever tried that? <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, not only was he doing that, but he's on his phone texting. Oh, no. And, and he dropped his phone into uh, the bathroom on the bus. So I remember this very well. Because we were in the area of Spalding, I believe it was Spalding, BC. Look it up. Home of the world's largest tractor. Anyways, I go to the back of the bus, and here's JD right up to his elbow in the toilet in the back of the bus. I'm like, no, JD, no. And we go to the next town, next biggest town. We stop and go to a Boston pizza, and here's JD in the bathroom. He's like a Chevy Chase in Vegas vacation, blue, all the way up to here. <laughs> stuff from the Bull bathroom. Dry. Oh, no. You're right, yeah. His phone on the blow dryer. I'm like, just take the damn phone. We'll get another one. So when I talk about bizarre travel snafus, that, 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 that didn't really come to mind. Like being on the phone with WestJet for three and a half plus hours, potentially nine hours is kind of what I was thinking. You know? Yes. Otherwise, we go back to Houston, and there's lots of stories, right? I mean, there's, there's bad travel stories, but then there's, there's snafus, inconveniences. What do you got, Clark? You said he's got something. Oh, it's 111 Eastern, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. J.D. Watt, does it say on there, from Cremona, Alberta? He is a beauty. Tough guy. J.D. Watt. Loved him. Got him from the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, but you don't, don't, don't ask to borrow his phone. <laughs> Earl James watching on YouTube says the CFL conjecture is funny to listen to. Like when the Oilers and Leafs fans were projecting their trade for Ehlers and how it would help them. LOL. Yeah. And believe me, the CFL fans and phew, the coaches and players really love the conjecture because what is it? It's gossip. It's, Fake news, if that's the right term. And we could sit around and talk about it all day, but you almost kind of sit and wonder, you know, is any of this ever going to happen? And I've learned so much from that. Chris Jones, we'll, we'll throw John Murphy in there in his years with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I learned so much about football from those guys and just constructing a team. It's such radical thinking from what I was used to as a Ryder fan for 100 years, Darren, and you're a Ryder fan too. It's like, how can you not have this locked down? It's February, damn it. How do you not know who your quarterback's going to be? They don't worry. They don't. They'll find somebody. Just the way that they are. 
<clears throat> did I say it was 111? The people in the mountain time zone are pointing out that it's 1111 as well. <laughs> in the opportunity portal. Where are you on that type of thinking? Because you run a business, running this show template is probably no different than running a football team. Do you really worry or do you not worry well, about no, personnel issues? And as you know, and you know, people that are closest to me know, I thrive in chaos. And I think as somebody who's running a business or running a franchise, you have to operate that way. The unknown, you have to be okay with it. You know, not knowing what's gonna happen tomorrow that can't set you off and can't make you panic. Um, and then there's other people who need certainty in their lives and need to know where they're gonna be next week and next month and next year, right? Um, so Which is no, I don't think anybody's worried right. in the CFL right now. They'll find a quarterback, um, not a problem. If we're in training camp and you're looking around and you got four guys on the field or five guys, you're like, not one of these guys is gonna start for me on uh, day one. That might be an issue, right? But even then, you're getting creative thinking, okay, who are we going to get? What are we going to do? How are we going to run this? What's our offense change? Those are all fun <laughs> things, I think, when you're dealing with organizations. Very stressful for the fans. Very stressful for the betters. Very stressful for most people. But I don't think Chris Jones is worried. I wouldn't be worried. I, I tend to thrive in those situations. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying it was new to my way of thinking at the time. And it's, these guys are winners. As John Lynch would say, they're winners all the way. Uh, Lynch called me, by the way, while I was on hold with WestJet this morning. And uh, I'm like, Lynch, I gotta go, I'll call you back. Mike Lee, Mydale Mike's watching from the Big Island in Hawaii. He says, I may never ask to borrow anyone's phone ever. What a story. It's all true. I ran into J.D. Watt a few years later in the Honest Lawyer pub in Hamilton. He was uh, playing down in the Apple, and we recounted that story. Hilarious. Uh, his dad is a rancher from Cremona, Alberta. And J.D., as far as I knew, had no interest in ranching. I don't know where he is now. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, you guys should become Stampeders fans to have a happy 2022. I may. I am, I'm an open free agent, obviously. I'm a fan of no CFL team over any other. That is a fact. And there's no way that we could go into Calgary as Ryder fans or a Ryder show and reasonably expect to have Calgary Stampeders personnel on our program because we've been having our meetings and talking. And I'm like, there are so many people that we could bring on the air at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Why would we limit ourselves to being fans of one team? Um, Although I'm thoroughly enjoying the conjecture out there of me being the voice of the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. You saw that on social media, haven't you, Moose? How about, did you panic was, at all when you saw that out there? I was just about to ask if we were going to address this. Um, and if you Let's were do it after address the break. that rumor, the sources are saying, it's kind of funny. I don't know, Clark's going to have to pull up the tweet because it's worth, it's worth posting, Clark. And hey. It's, it's juicy. So what's the official statement, Rod? Does he have it handy? You got to pull it up and then we can address it. So maybe we got to come back to it. Okay. By the way, Sean McCormick watching from Game Plus in downtown Toronto, the VP of programming at Game Plus, our uh, television partner, says, hey, honest lawyer at Jackson Square. Nice shout out. I've had many a beverage in that establishment. Uh, it's hooked onto the Sheraton Hotel in downtown Hamilton, the only decent hotel in Hamilton. And uh, we've had many a good time in there. And J.D. Watt and Garth Murray came in one night, and uh, we had a big time. We're going to take a time out and be back. On the way this hour, Sean Simpson from TSN Ottawa. My statement on being voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, it's all coming up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Peterson Doctor. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back. I just enjoyed the Chris Jones interview so much. I was just listening to it again. Did you hear him on there? Could you hear him? Chris yeah. Jones. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you what, all these people down here in South Florida that are just getting indoctrinated into the RP show and Chris Jones, that they didn't know him before, they love him. They love him. And they're becoming Edmonton Elks fans. And interestingly enough, uh, let me go back here. Uh, Where is it? (sighs) Somebody comment. Oh, yeah. Randolph watching in Ontario says, uh, Grandpa always said, if you don't have anything good to say, say nothing. Me on Chris Jones. Crickets chirping. And I don't necessarily think that Chris Jones loses any sleep over the people that don't like him. God knows that I don't. Like, I had a, there was, you know, Tony Plater, old TP, Tony the Tiger. You know, Tony Plater, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Way back when, when I, listen, when I was just, not just a junior hockey announcer, but that was my only real job was being the voice of the Regina Pats long before the Riders. It was actually really nice because nobody knew who I was. I could just go to the rink and call the games and go home. Can you imagine? But when I became the voice of the Rough Riders, uh, my whole life changed. And I didn't really like it. And there was a lot of haters, you know, a lot of haters. Still are. And I would say to Tony, because you know me as well as anybody, Darren, you could see this conversation. This was like in 1999. I'm like, Tony, some people saying some really mean things about me. They don't even know me. (laughs) Right? And Tony's like, exactly. So who cares what they say? They don't know you. The problem's theirs, not yours. Just keep being you. It's been tough to keep that mentality. Now, having said all of that, but I thank Tony. They don't know me. Just like Randolph doesn't know Chris Jones. I do. I like him. But this is going to knock your knickers off. By the way, I got a message on social media. You want to hear a wild one? You said this was going to happen, Darren. And what have I been down here? A couple months. It's it's happened. The guy's name's Fred. That's all I'm going to say. He wrote me on Facebook. Saw you at the mall yesterday parking your Jeep on the front row by the three trees. You don't know this, but I did you a huge solid. What? What did I do that was a huge solid? Well, Rod, I let you be. I didn't come over to say hi, Rod, and then dive in to ask you stupid, ridiculous questions. Nor did I request any forecasts or insights thinking your connection to the, um, maybe the mob boss of sports as to who was going to win. Anyway, I hope you and yours have a good 2022. Let it be the year of peace, world healing, and the four Trumps getting Trump. Cheers, Fred. Some guy saw me at the mall the other day when I was parked with those other Jeeps. And he's like, I could have come and said hi, but I didn't. You're welcome. I didn't think this would ever happen. You said that you you said that it would. I kind of knew, right? I mean, but that's my job to know that these things are gonna happen and to make sure our show's moving in the right direction and you're going to the right places. And you know, it's just the start and it's a fun journey i mean i can't script the entire thing where it's gonna go like word for word that's the fun of it too is just the unexpected and seeing where this goes i told the guy he should have come up and said hi um anyways (coughs) somebody if i don't know why somebody just wrote in and asked how tough what i think how tough was reed low let's get him on the show clark have we, have we had Reed Lowe on? Once. Hey, we got to get that mic. Okay, it was after the Blues won the Cup. That's right. He's living in St. Right. Louis. We got to get him on. We got to get that mic fixed of Clark's. It's breaking in and out. Have you noticed? Is the same thing happening to you, Darren? Yeah. I'm only catching half of what he says. But anyways, yeah. This is how tough Reed Lowe is. When he was playing in Moose Jaw, we used to call him Speed Slow. Because I was with Regina. Read low, speed slow. But we would never say it around him or within earshot of him. Does that tell you how tough he was? I get it. I get it. And probably like, still is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but hey, bygones be bygones. I was in a bar in Edmonton. Uh, sorry, Moose Jaw. It's uh, Canadian Brew House, actually, doing a book signing there couple years ago and Reed Lowe's dad Dave came in and he bought like five books because Reed is spoken of lovingly 
in the Minot Top Gun section of my book on the SJHL. So anyway, they got over it. John watching on YouTube says, good day. RP is good for the CFL. He would be a great addition to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers football club. That's from John with no H, J-O-N. Thank you, I, I John. I will say that yeah. shirt you're wearing, the color of it is like, the. it just needs the W on the, on the breast. It's like the Blue Bomber blue. Like it looks like it's right out of their merchandise store. Just saying. You can always text the show at 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text Rod Peterson. 902-518-3033. Um, does it feel like I'm dodging the question about being the next voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Uh, maybe slightly. But I get it. We still haven't seen the tweet uh, yet. Oh, Clark said he found it. Have you got it, Clark? Yeah, throw it up. Yeah, yeah. From Fonzie Van Dam, my sources are telling me that Rod Peterson will be named the new voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on CJOB soon. There you can take it off. Um, the devil in me made me think of the old Frank McChrystal line, the legendary coach of the Regina Rams who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Shout out Slick. When he got asked if he would ever become the head coach of the Rough Riders or a CFL team, Frank said, I couldn't afford the pay cut. <laughs> Is it too prickish of me to say that now? Is it too, like, that's the first thing that I thought. You know, it's, yeah, it's funny. It's fun to speculate. You know, it's, if it's real, it's real. If it's not, it's not. If it's something that comes across your plate, then... You know, can always handle these things one at a time. It's just another another pitch coming into the batter's box. And I, I think it's wildly exciting, the possibilities, right? I, I liked, I mean, we were talking about values over the holidays and what are your key values? And one of my highest prioritized values is possibilities. I don't like to be told that things aren't possible or that doors are closed. So take that for what you want. Yeah, John Ohm in Winnipeg. John Ohm. I got to get my gong down here in Florida. Okay. He says, I heard, he says, I heard the same rumor. I promised to keep my mouth shut. Is it true Wade Miller approached you, Rod? Um, no comment. As he sits in his blue shirt drinking from his blue mug. <laughs> I like it. Uh from randolph in ontario says no you can't leave us roddy hey uh, randolph look around i'm in florida dude did you miss it look randolph the contract i have with rod is so ironclad it's been signed by so many lawyers it would take who's the magician to get out of it kreskin houdini sure houdini Copperfield is David the one Copperfield. I was Thank you, Clark. <laughs> so I'm so I'm so old. You don't even know who those guys were that I was talking about. I it would take Houdini. Ravine. That's the only one. Okay, we get Rav, would take Ravine to get him out of that. From Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, "So you're saying there's a chance?" From Wayne in Victoria, BC, are you trolling us, Rod? Eloa. Oh, God, I don't like to do that. I don't like to pull people's leg or tease people or make people chase their tails. Come on. It's not in my MO. Uh, poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, just to get back on track here. Will slash should the Edmonton Oilers make a coaching change this week? 63% of respondents saying, no, they won't and shouldn't make a coaching change. That's on Twitter. And YouTube viewers, roughly the same thing. Randolph uh, goes on in Ontario to say, Rod, you should put a segment on your show of you driving around that Florida city in your Jeep. Yeah, I do do that. It's called Instagram. <laughs> right, Moose? Follow him. Uh, John in Edmonton. Oh, you can follow me at Rod Peterson Official. Follow him at Darren DuPont. All kinds of 
zany Florida hijinks can be found on there on a daily basis. Um, John in Edmonton says, my text isn't being answered, but it's okay. Still love the show, Rod. John, I said that you're the COVID police. I don't want to talk about this COVID crap. I've gone into COVID protocol for the love of God. I'm sick of it. His te- I saw your text on the 902, John. Uh, John, I love you, but I'm like, I, he's talking about the NLL versus Canada traveling into America, America traveling into Canada. I'm, like, I, yeah. I'm over it. You can get it everywhere else. <coughs> I don't want to do it here. Not today. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, Kreskin, Houdini, Copperfield, Chris Angel, and Dr. Strange combined probably couldn't get Rod out of that contract. That's funny. <laughs> I saw Chris Angel in Las Vegas and got thrown out of the show. Not what? because you, not for why you would think. Okay. I got thrown out for taking pictures from my seat. Oh, you can't do that oh, at a magic no. show. No photos. No. Because I usually do it. I'm far less of a devil than I used to be. Yeah. Like I did it at Saturday Night Live in the Rockefeller Center in uh, New York. Or the, was it Rockefeller Center? Wherever the NBC studio is. And yeah, Rockefeller yep. Center. I thought, well, I can, I can get away with it there. I can get, surely I can get away with it in Las Vegas at a Chris Angel show. Who's this guy? Well, the difference, the question is, you were probably snapping a photo for the blog or for Instagram, or were you doing like the rapid fire 100 photos in two seconds to try and bust the trick? No, it's just trying to get a picture. You've seen my MO. You've seen how I roll. And by the way, the security guy was not a jerk in any way, shape, or form. He, like, they came down, grabbed me, pulled me out of my seat. I wasn't drinking. I was sober by then. And they, like, he stood there. He says, open your phone, photos, hit delete, delete, delete. He didn't take my phone. He's like, made me delete the photos, and Bob's wrong. Kevin Hart's the same way. <laughs> exactly the same way. Every one of his conscience, they put up a... Uh, a thing, a notice or a message on the screen, a disclaimer saying, if you pull out your phone, you're out. Right, but this was like back when that stuff was first starting. I'm like, there's no way they're going to enforce this. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, Randy texts of the 902. Randy from Strasburg says, quarterback conversation. Trevor Harris, back to the Elks. We don't have time in this segment to get into that. Save it for Football Friday tomorrow. How about that? Okay. All your football questions come up tomorrow. Sean watching in Beaumont, Alberta. Text on the 902 line. How much money do the Elks have for a big-name quarterback? They're already paying a lot of guys to sit at home. Uh, Not something that I worry about. Because it's not my problem. It's Chris Jones' problem. And go back an hour and watch what he said about it then. Okay, he, that's his problem. And he not worried? Why would we be worried? And uh, Jack in Alberta goes on to say, in March 2020, we were in Palm Desert and COVID shut everything down. We came home 2.5 weeks early and it took 20 hours on the phone to WestJet. And finally, we got a flight home for $500 each more. Sucker! Well, I've been placed into COVID protocol here in South Florida, and our trip to Calgary's been pushed back a week. Somehow I'll survive. I got a week to get it sorted out. Moose, you coming back for overtime? You betcha. Can you hear they fired up the lawn care? Can you hear it? You can hear it? It's that time of day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that time of week. Sean Simpson joins us next from TSN Ottawa. You're watching the RP Show. Daytime sports talk coming your way on the Game Plus television network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues, and uh, it's lawn maintenance day. You may hear the dude over my shoulder. You're probably going to see him soon. And, Clark, I couldn't hear you in my ear. So 
We have not heard from Sean Simpson. We He's trying to log in. He's going to log in. Where are we with Sean Simpson? Okay, he's in the middle of logging in. Okay, so I found that out just before we went to air, just as the intro was rolling there. So, yeah. So I'll jump into a sports update, and then you guys tell me when Sean Simpson's ready from TSN 1200 Ottawa. How about that? Thank you. In NHL play tonight, the Winnipeg Jets carry a three-game winning streak into their road match with the high-flying Colorado Avalanche. The Avs are averaging over four goals per game this season and have lost just once in their past 10 games. Elsewhere, the Calgary Flames look to get back on track against the defending Stanley Cup champions in Tampa. That is my featured game of the night, and there's a lot of games in the NHL tonight, by the way. Flames at Lightning is the biggest one for me. Nikita Kucherov returns after, what is it, a 32-game absence for the Lightning? Uh, let's not forget how many games he missed last year and came back for the playoffs and lit it up. Should be a good game tonight. Lightning sit atop the Atlantic Division with a league-best 49 points. Flames coming off a 6-2 loss to Florida on Tuesday. Uh, there is CFL news today. Anthony Calvillo is once again a Montreal Alouette. The Owls announced this morning that the Canadian Football League's all-time leading passer has rejoined the club as quarterback's coach. Calvillo played 16 of his 20 pro seasons in Montreal and led the team to three Grey Cup titles. He was part of the team's coaching staff from 2015 to 2017. What else do we have? Wide receiver Antonio Brown says he was cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after refusing to play through an ankle injury that sidelined him for several weeks this season. Brown took off his jersey, shoulder pads, and undershirt before walking off the sideline during a game Sunday against the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. He said in a statement released by his attorney that he was pressured to play, and Coach Bruce Arians fired him when the player told the coach he was not able to re-enter the game because of his ankle. I honestly meant to ask Chris Jones about that last hour and forgot because there were so many things to get to with Chris Jones. Yeah, we're going to talk about this in our post-show meeting today, but that's the clip that I want to send out later. Duke, Duke, uh, Duke, Dupes and I kicked this around in the warm-up. Who do you believe, by the way? Bruce Arians, who says, I have no idea why AB flipped out the way he did. Ask him. And then you got A.B. making a statement through his lawyer that they were pressuring him to play. He wasn't comfortable. Quit on the spot. See you later. Pulled up Patrick Waugh. And I thank Jeff the Stamps fan for equating the two. I said I'd never seen a player quit mid-game. I was thinking football, but Jeff, I'll give it to you. Jeff the Stamps fan. Patrick Waugh did the same thing. Who do you believe? I believe A.B. Moose said he believes Arians. Yeah, the employer will always go with the employer. The employee will always take the side of the employee. Meanwhile, the NFL has looked into other potential sites for next month's Super Bowl. What? Amid a rise in COVID-19 cases, though the league always develops contingency plans for the game. So I guess we're not supposed to be worried here. An NFL spokesperson says the league still plans to play Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles on February 13th but adds the NFL has contacted several clubs to inquire about stadium availability in the event the Super Bowl can't be played as scheduled. The Dallas Cowboys Stadium reportedly is one of the facilities contacted. Well, of course, because we're going to be in it. My mind just went a million places. Did yours? We might have to break soon and bring the moose back here because we were planning to broadcast live from Super Bowl. We've got Game Plus all over this. They know they're deep into these plans. They've got a studio in L.A. Am I saying too much? And now we might not have even going to Los Angeles at all. Why'd the screen just go black? Was that me? Are we still on the air? Hello, Clark. The International Olympic Committee has promised Olympic teams worldwide that the Winter Games in Beijing will go ahead as planned. The Swiss Olympic Committee said the IOC during a video conference call with teams gave assurances about staging next month's event. Beijing organizers and the IOC are creating a health safety bubble for the Olympics with stricter testing and limits on travel and movement.
than were enforced at last year's Tokyo Games. Yes. Novak Djokovic's chance to play for a 10th Australian Open title has been thrown into limbo. The country has denied him entry and canceled his visa because he failed to meet the requirements for an exemption to COVID-19 vaccination rules. Australian media reported that Djokovic's team had applied for the wrong type of visa for someone with a medical exemption. And I promised that we would get into this with Moose to open up our two. And then I forgot to ask him just because he's the tennis guy. Not only I'll watch soccer. I will. I won't watch tennis. I don't enjoy it at all. But but I've been following this story because Australian, the members of the public are livid at Djokovic. If you've been following this, they're saying, how come he gets to come in? How come he gets to work ostensibly? How come he gets to come into our country? And he won't say whether he's vaccinated or not, but he's got an exemption. And people are saying, what makes him so special? And you know what? I don't have a problem with the people feeling that way. Doesn't help. Djokovic's case that he's a jerk anyways. Hmm. I see people have latched on to my question. Who do you believe, Bruce Arians or Antonio Brown? Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Rod should get Arians and AB on the show at the same time to talk it out. How about that? Chris in King City, Ontario says, hold the Super Bowl at Commonwealth in February. COVID won't stand a chance. Do you believe that? I'm not saying you're wrong, but they say that COVID can't survive in the cold. I don't know. I see a country up there that's going through, is in shambles, and it's minus 50. Okay. Mark's telling me to take a break, and then we'll have Sean Simpson ready. So we probably, I don't know if we're going to bring Moose back in or not. I have no idea. But what I do know is we're going to take a break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It is Overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and UFC. And normally it is taco time viewer takeover time right now. Did you know, for the love of tacos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at taco time every Thursday? That's today. You're welcome. But we're not going to do viewer takeover at the moment. We're bringing in Sean Simpson now from TSN 1200 Ottawa, our good friend Simmer, the man of many looks and many hats. Happy New Year, Simmer. <laughs> How you doing, my man? Yeah, same to you, brother. And I, I thought maybe you got some sun lotion or some sand there or maybe cruising the beach and we had a little technical difficulty. You're living large, I see. Yeah, no complaints. Although I have entered COVID protocol myself, but it is what it is. Seems like everybody has. Okay. And uh, actually, Simmer, yeah, we'll if you know, hey, where were, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Where were you over the holidays, by the way? I saw your post that said, Regina, here I come. Was that a different Regina? Where, where the hell were you? <laughs> Uh, you know what? That was even holidays. It was actually in December. There was having a little fun. Wasn't sure about how things were going to go. So we ended up going down to Mexico. And of course, in having to take a test and whether it was positive, having to stay in or come back, didn't really want to post anything. So kept it kind of quiet until we knew we were going to end up coming back. So just had a little fun with people and certainly not taking away anything from Regina and Saskatoon. Uh, next opportunity we get, that's our, that's our next spot we're going to hit. Well, of course, and I thought, uh, I know there was no offense intended, but I'm like, there must be two. Well, who knows? Maybe the Ottawa <laughs> Senators will be playing their games in Saskatoon or something. Because you have to and explain something to me, Simmer. Sens are supposed yeah. to be at Seattle tonight. The game's postponed. Uh, what's the deal? What, what's going on with the Sens right now in COVID? 
Well, this is as simple as the rules of going in the United States, trying to come back, trying to schedule games around, figure things out. As of now, the game for Saturday against Vancouver seems to be a go. The positive from a Sen side, they've almost gone through the entire cycle. Outside of Brady Kachuk, Timmy Stutzel, and Artem Zub, everybody on the club has tested positive, went through it. So under the new rules, uh, uh, RP end up having a situation here where they don't have to test again for 90 days. So they're in a pretty good spot here. It's not a year you're going to make the playoffs, but there's still 53 games left. So they should be able to set the lineup, get some people in, and get a feel for, I guess, realistically, what kind of a club do they finally have based on injury and COVID ravage first 29 games of the year. I saw them a few weeks ago here in Florida. Pretty good team. Brady Kachuk played pretty well, but they were facing the number one home team in the NHL, the Florida Panthers. Nobody wins here, and they schooled the Flames the other night too. Um, but the Sens, what, what's your take on their season? COVID aside, started kind of hot, and then I kind of got back to they are who we thought they were. Who do you think well, they are? Well, yeah, and again, I had expectations coming to the year, not a playoff team. But honestly, if you kind of look at every facet of it, it took a little while up front to get things. You had the injuries, of course, to Pinto and White. They sized suits into the middle. So you start to see a foundation up front, but realistically on the back end and in goal. And unfortunately for Matt Murray, they've been right back to that same roller coaster ride they've been on since he came into town. One good game, a bad game gets injured, didn't play opening night. They send him to the minors. So Forsberg has come in, but I think we all realize this isn't a long-term solution. So they got to figure out what they have in goal. Then as far as the defense, hey, quite simply, some of the additions, some of the young players not being ready, it's not good enough. So in summary, what are they? Well, they're a work in progress with some really nice pieces, but from a management perspective, boy, they've got to make sure going forward here as you start to add that they start bringing in better players than the Sanfords of the world, the Delzados. There's just been way too many misses on the pro side. And at the same time, the amateur side and development has been second to none in the National Hockey League. My only other question on the Sens is, was the Brady Kachuk situation far too drawn out in your mind to get to where they are? Did it end the way that it should? What's your take on that whole saga? Well, I think at the end of the day, they ended up overpaying just a tad, but I didn't have any problem with it. And as far as it playing too long, it wasn't a negative. I think what's more incredible, here's a young man that when training camp opened, the St. Louis Blues said, hey, time to get off the ice. He went to Michigan. He stayed ready. If you look at his numbers, you look at the way he's played. It's been absolutely incredible for a guy that missed all the training camp, had to miss some time with COVID. So, nope, they've got a piece in place here. I think the next one to go to work on this summer will be an extending a guy like Norris. And then all of a sudden that first line's in place. Maybe you do something on Stutzla, but no, I didn't have any problem with that. He is the face of the franchise. He's a young Mark Messi in his mentality. I'm not going to compare him from a player standpoint, but he's everything that this franchise needed to get leadership, to get a good player, to get a buy-in, and more importantly, drag the rest of the group. And I think as you go to sign some of the younger players, the fact that he and Shabbat and Batherson have all bought in long-term, I think it really bodes well for the future. Isn't it interesting, though, you got him at his eight million a year, and then I just watched Barkov up close ten million a year. What is it, eight to ten million Barkov? I think it's ten million a year, eighty million dollar contract. I'm like, yeah, is this guy unbelievable? <laughs> is he unbelievable? Couldn't be different players though. Couldn't be more different players. Well, no, and Barkov at the end of the day is a center, and for years people said he's the most underrated player. Well, he's not. He was just playing in a place where nobody talked or cared about hockey. I know that area down there when they first came into the league. The Florida Panthers could be a great franchise, but they were bad for so long. I think the hidden gem in a crazy way might be Huberto and the emergence that he's yeah. had over the years. So, hey, they've got some nice pieces. And comparing salaries and everything else, uh, hey, Barkov, they paid for unrestricted free agency. And he is, to me, one of the top five centers of the National Hockey League. And he plays it any way you like it. And as you see, he is a big, strong guy. He's just a terrific hockey player. What's not to like? Oh, so much fun to watch. Simmer, I got to ask your take on the Oilers, just to give your thoughts on a Western Conference team yeah. that seems to be the latest grace fire in the NHL. Do you expect a coaching change there? Will or should there be a coaching change in Edmonton? Uh, you know what? I look at this right now, uh, and how many coaches get fired because you have no goaltending? And I'm a big fan of Dave Tippett. Had David as a player, known for many years. Hey, if you've arrived at a point like a Paul Maurice, where organizationally or even Tipster feels like, hey, my message isn't getting through, I can't do it anymore. Well, you're going to make a coaching change anytime. 
But when you're not getting the goaltending, it sucked the life out of you. I put the fault on Kenny Holland. And I love Kenny Holland, but he went through this in Detroit for a long time before they figured out kind of the Osgood-Vernon situation. In going into another year, and Mike Smith, unbelievable career. It was unbelievable last year. The thought that he could sustain that over 82 games for a team that wants to get into a playoff, and then carting the negativity of Koskin back, where that's such a toxic situation, and that's Peter Shirelli's mistake. Fault is on management. So to me, they have to write the goaltending situation, then see where they're at. And then the problem has been the same as it's always been. Even when Kenny Holland took over, this isn't a team that's one or two players away. They, for years and years, have not drafted and developed anybody. They got two superstars. They got a great defenseman and nurse on the back end. And man, oh man, they got a hell of a lot of spare parts. So I think this speaks to a negative, a market that is so out of whack with expectations. And more importantly, you ain't got goaltending in this 32-team league. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Oh, summed up very well. Simmer, we are out of time, but uh, I'm telling you, man, you are my favorite Sins analyst and one of my favorite NHL analysts. Love your stuff. Keep it up, my man, and happy new year. Uh, you as well, brother, and I really love to see where you're living the good life and putting on your show, and hey, it's a breath of fresh air watching and seeing the background there. Thanks a lot, Sean. Sean Simpson from TSN Cheers. Ottawa. Hey, folks, uh, hour two of the program has been brought to you by Great Western's Original 16, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. And also, we're brought to you by Aurora Recovery Center. At Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery from addiction with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Visit their website, aurorarecoverycenter.com. You won't see Moose again this hour, but you'll see us all tomorrow for a football Friday right here at noon Eastern on Game 5. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.